You're listening to the Hope Church Winter Garden Podcast for February 21st, 2016 from the series called The Blessed Life. I'm reading through the scripture and I'm, I'm looking at this idea of, of this series called The Blessed Life and I'm like, I'm laying in bed last night, I can't sleep, I'm a little bit excited and I'm laying, I'm like, so let me get this straight, I'm going to go in there and tell them that God wants to bless them. Like, how can you not like that? How can, you, how can you walk out of church today and say, well, dang it, I hate that church. Or, man, that guy's mean. I, man, God wants to bless your life. So we are in week two um, of the blessed life. I'm really, really, really glad that you guys are here today. But before we get going, can you take out your cell phones today? And could you check in on Facebook? That would be awesome for us. For every check-in that happens today, we're going to give away a canned good or a, a can of fruit to um, to Matthew's Hope. I, I, I follow Matthew's Hope on there and I see when they need stuff. And so when I kind of stay sensitive to that whenever I see they need stuff. I come to you guys and say, hey, would you guys just check in on Facebook? Here's the deal. This is gonna, this is gonna blow your mind. This is, how, this is how pastors think. Did you guys know this? While you're all here today, all of your friends are at home looking at Facebook. That's where they're at. I mean, in case you're wondering, that's where your friends are at. And so if you get home and check in there, and so we just check in and say, uh, man, my pastor talks fast, or maybe you would say he's not wearing jeans today, or maybe you would say that, man, we're so glad Diana's back. We missed her the last two weeks. I don't care what you say on there. Um, my pastor's bald. I don't know. Just throw something on there and say, hey, man, we're, we're glad we're at our place, this place we call home. And so for every check-in, we'll go in there and we'll tie those up there and we'll give out um, canned goods and, 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 um, and vegetables and fruit cups to the homeless community that comes into Winter Garden every Tuesday and Thursday. And also there's a food pantry here at, um, at West Orange High School. We want to be able to do that um, for them. So if you would do that, that would make it easier for us to kind of tally on how we're going to do that. And uh, we love, 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 love serving Matthew's Hope. We love serving our community. We love serving people because God's called us to serve people. It's kind of simple. He served us and he's called us to go out and serve other people. And so that's kind of our thing. So we'd love for you to, to do that. Um, also uh, today, um, we have um, some of our overseers in here today, and that always makes me nervous when our overseers are here today. But can we just put our hands together for Pastor Dave and Miss Donna for joining us today? They got to come check up on me, you know what I'm saying? Those of you guys that know me, you know exactly what I'm saying. And we love our overseers. We couldn't, I, I, text, I emailed Pastor Dave this week, and I just said, man, we couldn't have started Hope Church without them. And, um, and just, I'm just thankful that they're here today and loving on us and being here with us today. And, I got the best pastor in the world. You guys got the second best because you guys got me. And he's the first best. I got them and you guys are stuck with me. And so sorry about that. You got shafted. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. And uh, man, we're really glad. You, we're really glad. We love this church. Last night we got invited to our first Sweet 16 um, Spanish party. So that man started at 7. The invitation at 7, but everyone got there at 8. It was awesome, Fraley. I loved it. My wife's like, babe, we know better than this. They're Spanish. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we want to be, we're praying. We got to open this thing up with prayer. I've already practiced this prayer. Like, I got to make sure I get my spot there, Scott. I want to make sure I get to say my prayer, you know. And so um, one of our girls turned 16. It was awesome. Beautiful dresses. And I think the dresser was, the dress looked like one of those dresses. It was more expensive than some of the wedding dresses that I've seen. Um, and so it was just a big thing. And there's a choreo choreographed dancing. And it was a blast. And so if you're going to turn 16, and you're Spanish, we'll come pray for your sweet 16. Or if you're white and you're having a sweet 16, we'll come pray for that too. <laughs> Where am I going with this? We'll come. We had a blast last night. And um, 
Uh, also, this past week, um, we are in week two of a ladies' Bible study. And man, I, if I could, if I ask you to do anything, it would be that you'd get in a community group. We, we'd love for you to be in one. Um, we're going, and they're going great. If you want to get in one, you're only going to be blessed by going to one. There's, there's nothing that you got to give except for about an hour and 15 minutes of your time. Or if you're in a ladies' community group, it's probably like an hour and a half because they talk about stuff. And so if you want to come to that, man, we just, we're having a great time. And then Wednesday night, we ha- uh, Thursday night, uh, 6.30, we had our youth gathering, our second youth gathering, uh, middle school and high school students. And it's just cool to be a part of seeing middle school and high school students come and worship God. And um, the butlers came and helped us this week, and uh, they got to see me dance. So if you want to see me dance, come to our youth gallery. It's fun. We have a blast. And um, anyways, we're having a good time. And so we just, we just love those guys. And seeing those high school kids and middle school kids that come in, they're kind of like, I can't believe I'm coming to church on a Thursday night. And then at the end, they say, man, we're glad we came tonight. And we're changing lives. God's word is changing lives. And that's kind of why we exist. If you're new to our church, we exist to help people who are trying to figure out life. We try to give them Jesus and so that they can make sense of life. Because life is hard without Jesus. It's hard with them, but it sure is better with them than it is without them. And so that's kind of what we're doing if you're kind of trying to figure out who we are and what we're doing. Um, and uh, we love people, and we're glad that you guys are here today. We're talking about the blessed life. And, um, and so if you have a Bible, you can turn over to Matthew chapter 25. I'm going to get to that eventually. It takes me a while to get to the Bible, but eventually I get there. If you're coming here like, man, when's he going to use the Bible? I'll get there, I promise. Here's what the Bible tells us. While you're turned to Matthew chapter 25, Acts chapter 20 verse 35 says this. It is actually more blessed to give than it is to receive. And I said this to you last week, God's economy is different than our economy. God's economy is different than our economy. Things are different. So you're saying to me, Wes, if I, it's better to, if I want to be blessed, it's more blessed to actually give than it is to receive. Absolutely. 2 Corinthians um, chapter 9, verse 6, the Bible says this. Remember this, guys. Remember this, Hope community. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. We looked at another guy in Proverbs, a guy he kept all of the stuff that he had for himself. And as he got older, he had nothing. But a guy, another guy, he started to give as a young man. And when he, had, when he got older, he had more things. It's actually more blessed to give than it is to receive. I got a text message this week. And I told you guys this last week. When you go to, when you go to these restaurants and you invite the servers there um, for all of our introverted people um, or extroverted people, all of our information is on this little card. And you can leave this on the table. You don't have to say anything. You're like, you don't? I'm like, no. You just, just got to lay it on there. And they get a card that says, this could change your life forever. And obviously a card can't change your life. But come into a place where Jesus is at can change your life. And all throughout scripture, we see people get into an environment where Jesus is at and everything changes. And so we are giving people an opportunity to have a complete life change, a complete life makeover. And it's all done through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we, we have these cards. And so I, I got a text from one of our, one of our young men. And I really want a guy that I can see becoming a leader in our church. And he's one of our, our college students. And he said, hey, I, I left a tip and I invited uh, the, the server to church. And I'm like, good man. And so I started looking closely and I see the card sitting there on the, on the thing. And I see the lady's pen given back. And by the way, Christians, don't steal those server's pens. Don't be like, I like this pen. Don't do that. That's a bad testimony. You can't be like, hey, cut to my church. I stole your pen. Um, Anyways, that's just a side note. So I saw it there, and and he doesn't know this yet. He's in here today, and and so I'm telling this for the first time. But I looked at it, and I saw that he had spent $40. And I'm like, man, he only left her a $4 tip. 
And I'm like, you like missed that. Either I forgot to tell you to tip good or something missed. And I'm like, you only left her a 10% tip. You can't invite people with a 10% tip. You can't because they're like, why do I want to come to that place? They're selfish there, you know? Like, so I'm like, so I'm like, man. And then I'm like, no, he, he's been here like five or six times. He knows me well. This, guy's been, this guy comes to a community group. I'm like, he knows better. So I'm like, let me look again. So I look again, and I see it's, the bill again is $40, and I look right below that, and the tip was not $4. The tip was $40, 100% tip. And he said to me, man, this church thing has changed in my life. That is generosity. That is generosity. I love that. That's awesome. And here's the deal. And I got to make sure I paint this because this could go really bad for some people. We, we've already stated this last week. The number one reason why people don't want to go to church is because they think they just want my money. And so we've already said this at day one. Blessing and, and serving people, it isn't just with dollars. It's with our time. Some of, we have people that show up here every single week at 7.30 a.m. to give of their time. We have some people in here today. One of our friends, he's a, he, he works with search engine optimization, and he spends hours and countless times. The guys that run our lights, anything technology, by the way, that's where Satan hangs out at, just so you know. And so these guys are up Friday night late, and I'm getting texts on them late at night. Hey, we're trying to redo this. We're trying to change this. We're trying to make a better experience for people to come here about Jesus. So they're taking their time and their talent and, and their treasure. This young man, their treasure, and, 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 and doing that. And when we give... We're actually more blessed when we, when we give than when we actually receive. And so, man, we want to get you guys involved, and we want to, God wants you to be generous. The key to the blessed life is a heart of generosity. I think selfishness is at the heart of our culture, at the heart of our culture. Wouldn't you guys agree? Uh, my daughter, and I love my kids, kind of. Hey, we're, this, this is my kids, and this is a good, this is a good picture of our, of, our, of our generation, of this generation coming up, moms and dads. So help us out. I'm taking, hey, we're going to take you on a surprise, Hope. Awesome. Can't wait. What is it? What is it? Get them in the car. We load them up. All four of them. That's like an exercise in itself. You don't need cardio when you got twins. So we load them in the car, and we get on 429, and we're headed to the right. <laughs> we're headed south. And we're going to the, we're going 429 and we get through independence and we're praying that one day God will give us a church out there and we're going to have a church out there one day. And so just kind of be praying for that. We're kind of heading in that direction and we're going to stay here too, but we want to go there too and reach more people. And we're going for 429 and we get past the last exit and then it says Disney and they aren't really paying attention back there. They're, at that point, they're 15 minutes in the car and they're fighting by then. Like you little brats, you know, and like you have iPods and I, everything else is I and it's all about you and it's all about the I and. So they're like, then they get there and they see, you know, that sign, happiest place on earth. And my daughter there goes, we're going to Disney? If I could have reached her while I was driving, I would have. I would have had a moment of correction with her. My mom didn't even look before. When we when in the car, my mom, my mom would just swing her arm back there. <laughs> you moms know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was worse sitting next to my mom because my mom would do this. Back, it's, it's child abuse if you do this now, so don't do it. But my mom would just take her ring and just stick her ring through my little bird chest. Like it would sink in. Like I knew the size diamond. It was stuck in my chest. Like I was like, ugh. If I mouthed off to her, if I, she would just, I'd be like, ugh, ugh, my mom hates me, you know. And 
selfishness is at the heart. Is it's more easy for us to be selfish. Young couples kind of young people kind of say, "Man, I want to get married." I'm like, "It's the hardest thing you'll ever do." And you got to become the most selfless than you've ever become. It's easy taking care of one person. The more people you got to take care of, it gets more complicated. And so the key to the blessed life is a heart of generosity. Today I want to talk to you guys today about the heart of serving. The heart of serving. Turn to your neighbor and say, use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14, the Bible says this. If you have an app, you can flip over to it or click over to it. If you don't have a Bible, we'd like to give you a Bible and you walk out these doors in the back today. Um, My sister will be out there in the orange room. And um, we'd love to give you a Bible if you don't have one. We believe this. You you can grow a little bit on Sunday morning, but we want you to grow a lot. And we can feed you on Sunday, but we want you to be fed on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. And unfortunately, you can't take me home with you. And so that's why God gives us the Bible so we can read that Bible every single day and we can grow through his word. And so we'd love to give you a Bible if you don't have one. Um, you can download a version app. It's free on the intranet. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. So one of the servants came up and he gave that one guy five bags of silver, or five, uh, another translation calls it talents or abilities. He gives one guy five. And then to the another guy, he gave two bags. And there was another, a third guy, he gave him one bag of silver. Dividing it in proportion to their abilities, he then, lift, he then left on his trip. So the master says, hey guys, come together. And I'm going to give one five. Here's your abilities and your talents. And everything you've been gifted with is from God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift is come from above. Your abilities and your talents aren't because you're awesome. It's because God's awesome. And he's given to you. And so you went to, to one of the, the guys and said, here's five. And that's, that's your talent and your ability. And you be responsible for it. And then he went to the other guy and said, here's two for you. And you be responsible for it. And then he goes to the third guy and said, you have one. You're not as sharp as the other guys. But here's one. And uh, you be responsible for it. And they said, okay, master, we can do this. And verse 18, the servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money. And earned five more. Now you're going to see here these first two servants. They understood it was more blessed to give than it was to receive. They, they understood the heart of, of serving. They under, understood the heart of giving. The heart of generosity. And so you'll see here as, as we kind of walk through this. You'll see them kind of understand that. And you'll see why in just a moment. He, he earned five more. So he went out and doubled his. The servant with two bags of silver. He also went to work. And he earned two more. And, but the servant who received the one bag of silver, the one ability, or the one talent, he dug a hole in the ground and he hid his master's money. So one went out and did something with it and, and used his ability and his talent and, and, God, and, and God blessed that. And he, the second guy, he went out and used his talents and abilities and God blessed that. And the other guy, the guy takes his talent and he digs a hole and he, he gets it in there and he, and, he, and he hides it. After a long time, I don't know how a long time, how much a long time was, but the master comes back and he says to the guys, come give an account of how you guys have used this money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest and I have earned five more. I took the responsibility 
and I, and I ran with it. I went and doubled the, the abilities and talents that you give me. Everything you give me, God, you've blessed me. I went out and used it for your glory, and I've doubled it. I've taken the five, and it's become ten. And he says here, verse 21, the master was full of praise. And the master says, well done, that good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling the small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's party. Let's celebrate together. And, you know, and, and the longer I do church, I realize this, man. I, I think so many people, we're looking for all of our affirmation. This is like a, this is a, this is a side, sideways train. I'm going to come back, though. I spent time talking this with our community group last week. We spend so much time getting our affirmation from Facebook and social media. If I only had to sell it, if we only celebrated on Facebook, I would be a mess. I want to celebrate with real life people. Don't you? That's, and that's why I want to, I want to, that's one of the reasons why I want us to be in, doing life with these people. I don't want you guys to come and gather for an hour on Sunday morning and, and give some hope high fives and, and walk out. I want, you, I want someone to be there with you when you, when you get that promotion. I, t- hey, high five, awesome. I want someone to be there with you when you say, hey, man, my, my kid took his first step. Hey, dude, that's awesome. Hey, I got that raise I've been praying for. Man, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's community. I want that. Obviously, I want that someone to be there with you when you celebrate. I also want someone to be there when you say, man, you know, I'm defeated. I can't do this. This is too hard. This seems impossible. And that's why we want you to be in groups and gathering up because we want you to have people to do life with. And Jesus says, awesome. This master here says, awesome. Let's party. Let's, good job. Verse 22. The servant who received the two bags of silver came forward and said, master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest and I've earned two more. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Now, if you're anything like me, and I know I told you guys, when I, re- when, I, when I teach you guys the Bible every week, it's how I read it. You know, what I'm, you know who I'm most worried about right now? The guy with the one talent. The, when there's six kids, the worst, one of the worst things my dad has ever done to us, I'm going to tell the whole church, dad, is when you say you're, you're going to get a spanking, right? or my dad would say, you're all going to get a spanking. Can I tell you the worst thing to do? The worst thing he would do. This is the worst thing I think I could say about you, Dad. That you would do. He would line us all up, and I always wanted to be first because you got to watch the people next to you get spankings. <laughs> Isn't that miserable? Yeah. And I and here's the thing. I hate my dad for that. I hate that my dad did that because I walked in there today and I said, "Hope and trip, you get a spanking." You know what I did? Y'all go to the room together. I'm gonna spank you both. And I can't spank them simultaneously, but I'm going to punch them both. And, and I know I can, get, I can spank Trip. I need to spank Trip first because, because I'm going to have to, like, wrestle Hope down. She's getting stronger. She is, she drank her milk well. She's just strong. And Trip's this little scrawny boy. I'm like, I'm going to have to wrestle. I'm going to have to spank. Like, I had to, like, game plan. I got to spank her, spank him, send him out. So I go to spank him, and she starts to smile. And it's funny seeing a little four-year-old going, a little five-year-old, and he's five now. It's funny seeing a little kid squirm. And as a parent, it's hard. And I, I don't do this, though. This is not, this is bad parenting, by the way. I'm going to, when my parents used to say to me, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. That's a lie. 
That is a lie. It does not hurt. Now that I'm given the spankings, I remember the spankings well, Dad. It did not hurt you as a parent to spank those kids. It just didn't. Like if you use your hand, it may sting a little bit. So I spanked the one he goes, and then I got to wrestle Hope down. And she, when she gets spanking, she's like, oh, you know, and she, either she'll hit herself or she'll want it. She'll bow at you, and like you got to back up because you don't want her to hit you because she's strong, you know. And I come out of the room, and Diane's like, you must not have spanked Trip that hard. I go, excuse me? She goes, well, he's not crying, but Hope's crying. I'm like, are you on their side or my side? <laughs> I spanked them equally. <clears throat> so the guy on the third is sitting there going, man, those guys... Those guys got it, man. Those, those guys, they're cranking it. The second guy comes by and he's like, man, that, wow, that guy's cranking. And here's the third guy. Verse 22, the servant who received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest. And I've earned two more. Verse 23, I'll give you more responsibility. Let's celebrate. Verse 24, the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man. Harvesting crops you did not plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. I didn't plant and gather crops I didn't cultivate. I didn't plant and gather crops I didn't cultivate. The master says to him this. And Jeannie, you can come up. I'm going to wrap this thing up. He says here, why didn't, you just, why didn't you just deposit the money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. I don't know what the economy was like back then, but if you deposit your money in the bank now, it's like point zero zero one. You don't get, there's not a good return on investment nowadays if you just deposit in the bank. But he's like, you could at least deposit it in the bank, and that would have, like, I could have got something out of that, like, even a little bit. And he says here, <clears throat> then he ordered, take the money from the servant, take this money, and give it to the one with 10 bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness where they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's two things I wanna pull out of here today that I think that, are, that I've, 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 I've been a pastor for a little over 11 years. I did this party last night and I got, I walked into this, walked out of the party and to see, this, tell his dad, hey, you did an awesome job with this party. This is awesome. This is really cool. And don't worry about starting an hour late. It's no big deal. Um, we had a babysitter, so we're covered. Um, but anyways, I walk out there and I'm, I'm walking into this argument. And the guy says, the lady says to me, are you really a pastor? And I'm like, I'm getting sick of people asking me that. I had one lady out there say, I need to see your ID. I'm like, I'm old enough, I have four kids. Everyone looks at me like, why, you're too young. So, are you really a pastor? I said, yes, ma'am. She's like, well, we need, she, I've never met you before. We need marriage help. And I'm like, you know what, you're in good shape. Every marriage needs marriage help. It's the hardest thing you'll do. Of course, we all need help with it. And so, um, they, they, they walk, I walked out there into, into that moment. And it wasn't a positive moment, obviously. And I think this guy here has kind of walked himself into a moment where he's like, what in the heck is going on? The guy with the one. And he said something that makes me so mad. 
And the reason why it makes me mad is because we've bought into the same exact theology that this guy had. We've bought into it as well as a culture. And here's what he says, I knew that you were strict. And this isn't a story about a guy farming. This is a story about Jesus. This is a story about me and you. And what, if we're gonna be responsible with what he's given us. And the thing that makes him mad is here, he says, hey, um, master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and you were gathering crops you didn't call. I knew you were a harsh, a harsh, 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 harsh man. I think so many people in our culture today, someone has came to you and told you, hey, you don't, you don't gotta do anything. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to serve and you don't have to give and you don't have to be, when you come to church, I think even in church culture, you come to this church like, hey, you don't have to do anything. You just kind of come and sit and you can kind of be a part of whatever, be a part of what you want to be a part of and kind of pick and choose. And, and, and that's okay. And you can come and sit and you can kind of watch. But I think sometimes we, we've, taken, we've taken theology from the people and we kind of walk around existing. We think the world exists for us. And I struggle with it. We think the world exists for us. This is my world and how I want it to work is how I want it to work. The world does not exist for us. The world exists for God. And so we kind of do that and we're like, oh, this is all about me, it's 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 all about me. And or someone told me that this is about me and this is about me, or someone gave us bad theology about who God is, and we don't know anything about God because someone else told us we, we're taking someone else's word for that God is not a loving God and God's not a caring God and God's not a, a merciful God and God's not a, 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 um, a, a giving God. We just we've taken that and say, oh man, God's just a, God just wants to take everything from me. That's all he wants to do is strip everything away from me. Well, I, when I'm reading this story. The Bible says, to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given to them. Can I, can I tell you what I want to see come from out of this today? Is I want you to use the gifts that God's given you so that the world will know who Jesus is. I want you to use the gifts that God has given you so that the world will know who Jesus is. Wes, are you saying that I gotta become a full-time pastor? No, that's the worst thing that you can do. It's hard. <laughs> you gotta use your gifting and your ability wherever you're at, whenever you're there. Do we want you to be a part of what we're doing here? Absolutely, some of you guys are way beyond gifted. The more I spend time with Travis, I learn more about him. He's one of our newest, newest people to this communion. And more so now, I realize, man, this guy's gifted. He, he's going to be, he, if he stays in our church and he plugs in our church, he is going to be, he is gifted. God's going to use him in a great way. And I absolutely believe in our church. And the more I spend on time with some of you guys, I'm like, man, these guys are gifted. I, I had dinner. I had five guys. I don't know if that qualifies as dinner for some of you guys that are healthy, but I went to five guys with the garments the other day, and I'm like, man, I was, after I walked out, I was with my wife, I'm like, man, these guys are so gifted. They're gifted. That God's gonna, I can see God using them in a great way, but here's the deal. If we don't use the gift that God's, God's given us, it says here, we're not, we're not being a good steward of it. Or, man, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. It takes the one and says, hey, you're, you're, not, you're not any good. Could you imagine being this talented? on the keyboard and then say, no, I, 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 don't, I don't ever want to play again. I'm, I'm good. Appreciate it. And that's the gift that God's using her. And her brother's on her dream team and he's over in kids today. He's an engineer, but he's serving kids today. Is that his ability or talent? I don't know if it is or not, but he's here serving and he's plugged in and he's using the gifting and the ability to serve the people that are around him. I want us to be a church that's generous and I want us to be a church who uses 
the gifting and the ability that God's given us so that the world may know. Listen, I, do I want this church to grow? Absolutely. Is it growing every single week? Absolutely, it is. And God's doing that. It isn't my doing. It's God's doing. You know what? My neighbors haven't been to our church yet, but some of you guys are sitting by your neighbors because you guys have brought them to church. Some people that you go to gym with, you're sitting in this, in this, in this church with. You invited somebody. They're sitting around. They're sitting around you. I, I, I want to. I want this church to grow and, and people to care about Jesus. Absolutely. But our church will be. Our church won't be as effective if we just come here every week and hang out with each other and high five and hope high five and just look at each other and smile and then we walk out and we do nothing with our gifts and our abilities and our talents. We got to use what God's given us and use it out there and in here. And the stronger we get in here, the stronger we'll be out there. The Bible says this in the, in the, in the book of James. Don't merely be just a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word. Now, you guys have known me long enough. You're like, you, or you know me very little. Here's what I could do right now. I can say, awesome, because you guys are all about, you guys listen so well. That's why I preached for almost an hour last week. And I got in trouble. But, and I have a timer up here today, and I've got five minutes and 42 seconds left. Um, I want for all of us in here today, bottom line is this, for us to use the abilities and gifts that God's given us. And so you, you get that. You've engaged, you've listened, you're like, oh, that's good, that's awesome. Wes, the Bible says it. And anyone who, and to those who use the well, what they are given, even more will be given unto them. I want to be blessed, Wes. I want to be more blessed. If you are blessed, the person that's blessed, they're okay with being more blessed. And so it's very easy for me to say, okay, cool, I'm gonna, I, got a, I got a clipboard for you today. And I want you to come right here today. I want you to fill your name out here. And I want you to start serving. I want you to start giving. And I want you to start doing all the things that you're supposed to do. But I'm not going to do that. Because that's not who I am. But here's what, I, here's what I want you to know. God's speaking to some of you guys, your heart, and he wants you to unleash the gifting and the ability and the talent that you have. Your gift is no good if it's in your pocket. My dad's here today. I used my mouth to get in trouble all through middle school, literally all through middle school. I got suspended five, four or five times in eighth grade. It usually, when you get three, they, they kick you out, but they let me borrow some of my brothers and sisters' suspensions. There's six of us. And you can't kick one kid out because you're like, man, that's six paying people. If we kick him out, they take them all out. We're going to be in trouble. It wasn't a good business move, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they're like, listen, we, I know he's a mess, but let's just, let's just give him some grace and patience and, and hang in there with him and let's just see what happens. And yes, just give him some of Brittany's suspensions, you know, like give him some of Brooke's suspensions and he'll be fine. Change the rules for him. But it, eventually I had to, God redeemed my mouth. <laughs> so we need to use this for something better. And even still, my mouth gets me in trouble. Let's use our gifts and our abilities that God's given us. We're going we're gonna to bow our head and close our eyes. We're going to end our time together in worship.